welcome to a bonus episode of the Horizon Roundtable. The bonus episode that Matt Dudek, my co-host, you can find on Twitter at Horizon Matt, had uh, peer pressured me into doing last episode. I'm Bob McDonald. You can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. So, uh, Matt, welcome. You know it's a bonus episode because you get the bonus episode music. Damn right you do. There yes. you go. Um, you can find us, obviously you can find us on Twitter at Horizon RT. You can find us on the web at horizonroundtable.com. And obviously you should be, if you haven't subscribed to us where podcasts are found, I mean, you got to do that. You got to do that. Doing it wrong. I mean, if you want to like look for it every time we post it up, I mean, that's, but that's a lot of work. You know, what's funny, Bob is so like, you know, it's the horizon, it's the horizon league, you know, it goes kind of unnoticed unless something really big happens for a while, but then all of a sudden it becomes tournament time and everyone's paying attention to the horizon league. It's on the radar all of a sudden. And it's amazing. All the experts that show up that know this league better than anyone all of a sudden that even though they probably can't name all 12 teams, but meanwhile, here we are doing what we do. Yes. Um, yeah. So if you haven't, so we, so obviously we had the first round games happen, which is why we're doing this bonus episode. We had the first round games happen on Tuesday. Um, there were, there was at least one surprise. Uh, we'll get to that a little later, but I want to talk about the Oakland IEPUI game for, if for no other reason, because that was an interesting game and not because the, of the outcome, which we kind of figured was going to happen. And Matt, you were actually at the arena for this one, so I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you uh, hold the floor here because you were there, and you actually talked to both. Uh, you talked to Greg Camping, which you always do, but you also talked to IUPUI's uh, head coach Matt Crenshaw too. So I, uh, I talked to Matt Crenshaw actually the day before their game on Twitter because he had tweeted out something. I don't have the exact tweet in front of me, but something to the extent of you can't make this up. Like, That's exactly what it said. You can't make this up. And we is that what it sure said? What okay. He was talking about. I'm like, we we're thinking, oh, shoot. Oh, crap. This is, so is, no, we, is somebody else hurt now? Well, <laughs> Are we really so only playing four guys? Most of us assume that, you know, okay, so uh, Lestrap got hurt the game before, so they're they're going to have to roll in with five guys. Like, that's what we kind of assumed that tweet was about, and um, I had missed it. I think Greg Doyle from the Indie Star had already put out an article saying that's exactly what was happening, is they were playing with five guys. However, yeah. that tweet was not about the five guys. At this point, IUPUI, man, they, those guys had the best attitude. They just, they didn't care. You know, if they rolled in with five, they rolled in with five. But the tweet was about IUPUI's bus leaving IUPUI decided that they had the, well, they didn't decide they had the wrong itinerary. The bus driver did. They were on their way to, uh, to either Robert Morris or Youngstown. They're not sure at this point. I never got the final. Whoops. Um, when Matt Crenshaw woke up from his nap, um, they were in Columbus, Ohio. And if you look at the geography from Indiana to Oakland is not the same route as Indiana to, or Indianapolis to Columbus. They had headed a little bit further Northeast or, yeah, east essentially than they needed to. So that was the you can't make this up. So if that doesn't summarize the Jaguars season, I don't know what does. Their bus took off to the wrong destination oh, and man. probably took them about two and a half, three hours out of the way. Jeez. But anyway, they made it to Rochester and I made I, the joke. I think I made the joke that you know with, with five guys, couldn't they just, you know, packed into a minivan or something? Chevy Cruise at that point. No, I but um so, they tra- yeah. um they did travel with seven uh five dressed. Um, the strap was on crutches. Um, I, I missed who the seventh was. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I don't know, but there was a seventh player there probably, but yeah. Um, so those five guys, man, like 
I became a huge IUPUI fan yesterday, as did a lot of the country. And uh, it's something Greg Camp- Campy talked about, is he knew that they were the bad guys in the story. Oakland was, everybody's rooting for IUPUI. And everybody knows that. Like, that's your Disney story. You know, yeah, you've got a uh, Disney fantasy movie. Yeah, exactly. Like Mighty Ducks or Little Giants or whatever the heck you can think of. Yeah. Basically. Hoosiers, you know, they, Hoosiers. the Hoosiers reference, you know, like they, they, they're the bad guys in the story. He knows that. Like, what are you going to do? I mean, you've got Boston Stanton who, you know, blew out his shoe in the previous game, needed his dad's shoes. And he's wearing a, a, some, a, a pink set of shoes yesterday that did not match everybody else by any means. Like you could tell these guys are just what else, what else are you going to throw at us? Like. And you know what? Did you get an explanation on the pink shoes, by the way? I I did not. I didn't ask. I I didn't have any players available yesterday. Um, IUPUI did not do a a press conference after, which was a little little disappointing. I really was hoping to get a player or two. Well, I mean, it's not like they're probably not used to everybody. They're probably not used to like you know having to talk to anybody because you know basically they're they lose and then the winning team interviews and that's about it. And so well, usually you don't have the the away team at a press conference anyway. But because it was technically the first round of the of the tournament, I was hoping to to get those, but we didn't, and that's okay. I did get a chance to talk to Crenshaw after the game. We'll get to that moment, but um. I mean, those guys played their hearts out. They play for each other. They were having fun. I mean, it's funny to see, you know, you're two minutes from the start of the second half and IUPUI is just making their way to the floor. They don't, they don't need to warm up anymore. There's, there's no, you know, they shot the ball once or twice, but like, you know what, you're expending, you've expended enough energy this season. You don't need to expend anymore. You're good. Um, Talking to Crenshaw after the game, they actually should have only had probably four players on the floor. Um, Chooks Isatoa, 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 um, He's got surgery coming in two weeks on his foot, on his leg. It was something lower wow. body. Like wow. the, the dude's just gritting it out there. I mean, and he still pulls he down fourteen like, board double double. You know, like he had a double double too. And yeah, I mean, you wouldn't even have known it by the way he was playing yesterday. I mean, yeah, I I think I they were on pure. I think yes, I think uh, that first round game they were just they were running on pure adrenaline. But you and know, you know what, they were having fun. They, like they, sure. They understood. Like, if you catch any of their tweet, I, I saw a tweet um today. It was from uh, De Persia, just like laughing about something from last night. Like, man, these guys get it, you yeah. know. And um, there's no doubt. Like I started to say, they were playing for each other. Uh, talking to Crenshaw, he thinks the world of these guys. And um, I would, I expect everyone except Maxwell to be back. Maxwell's a senior, you know. Yeah. But those other guys, man, like you can tell that it's something special being built out of a really, really crappy situation and uh, respect the hell out of them. Um, they gave Oakland a better game than um, I think um, Oakland should have allowed them to play. Um, Oakland did not play well yesterday. We'll no. talk about it in previews in a, later in this quick episode here, but uh, Oakland didn't play well. I mean, that's just my opinion, but uh, at, nonetheless, they, they did what they had to do. Um, Greg Campy said talk. He knew this was a scary game for his team because everyone was rooting against them because, you know, you can't look ahead. Like he just wanted to be, he always talks about just be one point ahead. And, you know, despite the fact that IUPUI was, you know, coming in with only three wins and I think one, only one against the Div one team, like they knew yeah. that they were going to get their best shot and they did. Yeah. And they, yeah, that's true. And they really did. Cause I mean, at a certain point in time, um, if I'm not mistaken, they were only down by four at one point. Oh no, Even they were the only down half. by three at one point in the second, in the second half. half. Yeah. They, they kept it close. I mean, and at the point that they kept it close, that I mean, we're it like paging, game. Di- paging Disney. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And also real quick, fun fact to finish this out. Um, the, the final score of that game was in question because it was posted two different ways. It was either a 69 58 win or a 70 58 win. And what it came to, and Greg Campy was confused because he came in and the box score uh, called it a 69 58 win. And um, Micah Parrish was 0 of nine 
from three, and he goes, Michael Parrish made one. This isn't the right score. Yeah, Michael Parrish. Yeah, Michael Parrish made one at the end. Uh, yeah. his, that final three was actually under official review. They changed it after the game. That was the first time they could get an official review on it. So some of the of box course. scores, some of the initial um, posts on that had a 69-58. Um, yeah, I victory. know. And all somebody said it in the, the presser, and I forgot who, but they go, I, I, uh, it doesn't matter. They go, good thing that didn't change anything with the spread, because some people would have lost their minds if that had changed well, the spread anything. spread was like 24. Yeah. So yeah, it had I no effect think... on anything other than Michael Parrish did get a three in there. So. Um, that was IUPUI Oakland last night. Um, hat tip to IUPUI for finishing the season. Um, I really wanted to see somebody get fouled out and IUPUI had to play five and four last <laughs> night. It didn't happen. Like that's honestly one of the main reasons I I went. I thought I had a chance to see it, and uh, IUPUI didn't didn't fall for it. You know, and yeah, cool. you know what? Hey, and that's you know what? And I, I mean, if we're being honest, I mean that's that's kind of the way they played all year. Is that you know they've been able to keep themselves kind of in the game. And definitely keeping themselves, you know, keeping uh, again that that level of discipline you have to have when you have that few players is 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 got to be is astounding. And like I said, and like I said last episode, I think the carryover, especially with those four guys and five, including Listrap, I think that's going to be huge for them. I really do, especially when they have like an entire an entire team to work with next year. <laughs> and I think players are going to come play for uh crenshaw i mean my our we, you know we talked to him his first day on the job this year and uh talking to him last i mean he came up and said hi to me before the game he, he came to me which i think is cool like you don't usually see that but like we just laughed because he you know he had told me the story the day before about the bus and like mm-hmm. he'd asked me not to and i go can, you know before the game started i go can i please tell the story he goes yeah go for it like and i appreciated yeah. that like it, everything you know was just smiles like um I mean, they were still coaching during the game last night. There was a point where Crenshaw was right before the second half started. Like I said, they came out with like two minutes left. And mm-hmm. him and his coaches were working with someone, I think maybe Isatua down low, trying to teach them something. Like, you know that you're probably in your last game of a terrible season. You've only got five guys and you're still down there teaching. Like, that's yeah. awesome. This so. is this is a team that I think has a, has a bright future. Yeah, which is nice. <laughs> but... um. So that was IUPUI. That was a uh, Oakland versus IUPUI. The, the the there was an actual upset this week the, uh, on uh, in the first round. Robert Morris beat Youngstown State, and they made and they made it interesting by the way because they only won by four. They were up by twenty at one point. They were they were coasting most of that game. They were. That was amazing. That yeah, and I'm not. I, and again, I am not entirely surprised. Because, you know, again, remember, they only they split the regular season series. Robert Morris won one, Youngstown State won one. And if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Robert Morris actually beat Youngstown State in Youngstown. Well, the other thing that Horizon League fans don't know yet, for the most part, is Andy Tool in March is dangerous. Oh, yeah. He he he's one of those those March coaches where it's like, man, his teams win. Yeah, Exactly. So I'm sure Cleveland State isn't probably as jazzed about seeing Robert Morris in the quarterfinals as you'd think they would be, especially considering how hard Robert Morris played Cleveland State in the two games that uh, the two regular season games. Um, but I gotta say I'm sure that. Uh, but man, I don't know what happened to Cle- I don't not I do not know what happened to Youngstown State. They just they just I don't know what happened to them. I uh, I don't either because I think. Calhoun's a great coach. I think that they probably had those guys ready. And at the end of the day, they got beat. 
they got beat pretty handedly. I mean, they made it interesting, like, but I don't think that final score is indicative of the game. You know, that was the, the the end of the game was basically Dwayne Cohill just kind of trying to will Youngstown State to a win, basically. Turns out he might not have wanted his season to be done. Do we have any idea yet if any of these teams like Youngstown might do a postseason? I was thinking more? about that yesterday. No, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, they, you know, because obviously we have the, the CBI and then whatever the heck, uh, whatever heck, um, the, the basketball classic now that the CIT is called. Sure. Um, so... So, I mean, I think that Youngstown State it, I, would be would probably look at that. Um, and they're probably not the only ones. I'm sure there's a handful of other teams, Horizon League teams, that'll probably venture to look at some of the some of those uh, other postseason kind of opportunities. But I'm not sure yet. Yeah. We'll probably find out more as more as the, you know, the in the next week or so, I'm sure. For sure. What else you got for me? Well, um, Milwaukee's disastrous season is over finally. You know, that one was tough for me because the 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 bitter, spiteful person in me just wants to see UIC go down. But at the same time... They weren't it, going down against Milwaukee. Milwaukee was just not in that game. It was just a mercy kill. They tried to be in that game, but kill. they just weren't. Yeah. Put, yeah. The, put, the, put that whole thing out to pasture. We got... We got we got taken, you know. We all we all bought into the Pat Baldwin Jr. hype and and all this, and we knew that there was injury concerns, but we all thought that it would be okay, and it wasn't. And man, Milwaukee, they need to reboot because uh, gl- I'm glad that it's done. I don't know what the heck they're doing, but I'll tell you this much: I'm gonna go sit back and watch because it ain't my team. <laughs> nope, and uh, I mean UIC. I think I think they're a better team than the record shows. We'll see. Um. They kind of are. I mean, they they actually are. I think um, they had kind of a lull. And again, I think the other the thing with UIC is they had to make adjustments. They had to adjust to well, they didn't have Raekwondus Mitchell at all, and then they you know then they had to adjust not having Maurice Commander anymore because he's in the transfer portal. So they had to make some adjustments. And you know, near the near down the stretch, they were they were a lot better team. Um. Where that, what that, how's that carries forward into the quarterfinals remains to be seen. But yeah, that's kind of what happened. Well, and I don't remember the exact timeline. I'm sure it's not, it doesn't quite play out this, but this way. But um, you know, it was not that long ago that UIC was told they weren't going to be allowed to even play in this tournament or be eligible and all that. Yeah, all that mess. And there was a video posted of Yaklich, and it, you just wanted to run through a wall. Like you could tell, like that's a coach you want to play for. I don't know if you, if anyone saw that clip, but it was yeah, just him in the locker room. Kind of wish they had. Kind of wish they'd have done that after the Cleveland State game. That'd have been nice. Well, since that, I mean, USC's been playing really well. Like, yeah. I mean. Those guys are playing, you know, like they're 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 bought in, and it's tough. Yeah. It's easy to see why, <laughs> you know. I wanted to buy, and I was ready. I was ready to lace them up for for coach at that point. So, um, I mean, I think UIC is a better team than maybe the record shows. Yeah. And uh, I do not disagree. I you know I've seen it. You know they I've seen what they can do. I we've see, you see the you see the makeup of that team and you see what they can do. And yeah. I agree. I do think that they are, they're better than what are they? 13 and 15 now, something like that. Yeah. They're better than a sub 500 team. That's for sure. Yep. So, um, so curious well, to see let, how, how their fin- season finishes out here. Yep, exactly. Well, 
I guess we could, we should actually mention the fact that Antoine Davis scored 38 points against Green Bay. Oh yeah, by the way, Antoine Davis he's he's good at basketball. Antoine Davis is good at basketball. Oh man, so so um so going into the tournament um cuz I've been cuz I'm a, you know, I've been watching this. Antoine Davis is he needs 52 points. Uh, going into the tournament, he needed 52 points to pass Byron Larkin uh, on second pl- for second place on the all-time Horizon League scoring list. Um, Antoine scored 38, so he's well on his way. Uh, by the way, Antoine Davis is good at basketball. Antoine Davis is good at basketball. And, um, yeah, and, and honestly, at the moment, Green Bay is just they, – they're – there's not. <laughs> I mean, okay, so this is an unpopular opinion, but I'm standing by it. I think if IUPUI had a even regular season for IUPUI, like yeah. didn't have to play with five players, I think IUPUI is a better team than Green Bay. I do believe that Green Bay is in the worst shape of any team in the league right now, which is tough to say because, I mean, I, I realize Green Bay has some some young players that are yeah. are really good, but uh, I, don't, I don't believe in Will Ryan yet. Um, I haven't seen a reason that I feel like he's done anything to show me that he is a division one basketball coach yet. And that's going to be an unpopular opinion and green Bay fans are going to come and tell me I'm a hater and all these things. And I get it. Well, but, you're um, just, aren't you used to that by now? I am. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's always the label until I talk well about your team. Cause I try to be honest with everything. And um, I think, you know, um, McGee's great. Cade Meyer is, is great for green Bay. Um, but I don't know how much development's happening. I mean, Manny Ansong was supposed to be the thing. I feel like we haven't really seen much out of him this year. Maybe he's really hurt. Haven't. I don't know. But like, we saw. I mean, honestly, we saw more out of we saw more out of Kamari McGee and Cade Meyer. And by the way, and by the way, Detroit Mercy, you know, shut Cade Meyer down. He was, he, yeah, he was limited, and they they just basically shut him down. One thing to uh, watch for going forward here, um, like for uh, Detroit Mercy last night was personnel. Isiani uh, is hurt. Um, sounds like he's going to probably go, but uh, it was like a leg injury, ACL-ish issue, potentially, knee. Well, knee, the other like thing, that. too, and I didn't realize this, Madhu Dakhetch is back. Yeah, but but Akhetch is back, so that's that's cool for them. I, I mean, I don't know. Bit, yeah. I don't know what, how well he's necessarily playing, you know, what what's his health status really, but, um, you know, Detroit Mercy's a, a good team, and, I mean, when you've got someone like Anton who can get hot and shoot as well as he does, you're going to be in any game. I think my only concern if I'm Detroit Mercy fan is I feel like Antoine's due for a bad shooting game. He hasn't had one in a while and it's hard to be that good all the time. Yeah. But maybe but, but maybe he can be. I don't know. I mean, I so yeah, cuz they're going up against Northern Kentucky and obvi- and you know, Detroit Mercy swept Northern Kentucky in the <laughs> in the regular season. So that, that's if, the game to watch in the next if, round. If a bad, if a bad, well, I don't know. I think that Wright State Oakland game is going to be one to watch too. I hope you're right, man. I I don't think it is. Really? No. What do you think is going to happen there? I think that Scott Nagy has consistently since the Summit League taken um, Greg Campy to the shed, and I think that uh, Wright State's going to continue to uh, to beat on Oakland. I don't think that Oakland is physical enough. Um, I don't think that Oakland can handle the Nutter Center. Um, oh no! I, I think that that's that's a really bad game for Oakland. I think that yeah, that oh, was I, 
that was that's a bad draw. That yeah, and I agree. I think that's kind of that's going to be a bad draw for for Oakland. I mean, it was a as, bad draw for them in in the arena. I can imagine. I can't even imagine what's going to be at the Nutter Center. As an Oakland person, um, that's the one team I don't. I would rather be playing Cleveland State tomorrow than Wright State. I think everybody who's everybody else. Yeah, I think yeah, I think everybody not named uh, Robert Morris would rather play Cleveland State. Although again, Robert Morris, you know. I'm, you know, they're they're going to be kind of scary. I think they're going to give Cleveland State a scare. I think Cleveland State's going to pull the game out, but I think they're going to give them a scare. They're going to make them play. It's going to be good for Cleveland State. They're I gonna... think the I think the one thing that is uh, to Robert Morris's disadvantage is because they played the they played they already played this week. I think that's going to be the the major disadvantage that they have. But yeah. And again, and also that's going to be a major disadvantage for Oakland too, especially considering how banged up they are still. And uh, Kane hurt his ankle again last night, so that's something to keep an eye on. He's it, it was already bad. Um, oh. Blake Lamp, Blake Lampman threw a, a not great pass to him. Kane went to like get it from low and twisted his ankle up again. So that, I mean, he he hasn't been practicing for weeks because of that that ankle. So that's just another. Another thing, you've got Jalen Moore playing with one and a half wrists. Like that's not. I mean, Trey Townsend yeah. was. We didn't even talk about it. Trey Townsend wasn't even really supposed to play. Yesterday ended up playing twenty some minutes. Um, because he he's feeling better, which is great. That's a huge. Th- that's that's a big reason for Oakland's um losses the past couple of weeks is Trey, is Trey Townsend. Um, not talked about much, but um his his injury has really hurt that team. Um, he's a bigger piece to Oakland than expected. So hopefully Townsend's ready to go on Thursday, but uh, watching for where Jamal Kane's um, ankle is at is something to keep an eye on. All right. Well, all right. Well, it's going to wrap up. I think we, we hit everything, right? We're good. Good. <laughs> all right. All right. So this is going to wrap up. The, so this is going to go ahead and wrap up the bonus episode because, you know, we had to do it. So uh, Sunday, we will absolutely be doing our regularly scheduled episode. Although I'll be in a different location. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, like and nobody like nobody know like nobody's figured out I'm gonna be in Indianapolis for this thing. I don't think anyone believes it is the problem. Oh, that is true. I mean, like I said, I'm gonna give I'm gonna I'm gonna give this uh give this whole uh pandemic induced agoraphobia test here. <laughs> see see where that road takes me. <laughs> Good luck with that, Bob. Godspeed. Yeah. So, all right. So, um, horizonroundtable.com. Um, you know, we're going to have, yeah, obviously that's where our written content is and where our podcasts are. You can also pull us up on wherever podcasts are available. And of course you can pull us up where, uh, on your Google Amazon devices. So tune in, um, for a regularly scheduled episode. And until then, thank you all for listening. <laughs>